Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a podcast about all things geek. For this episode, the panel and I explore the effectiveness of the secret identity in the modern era. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Speaking of comic tropes, it's come out recently in DC solicitations that they are going to reveal Superman's identity to the world. So playing off of that, we're going to talk secret identities and specifically whether or not it's old fashioned. Is it old hat? Has it had its day? With that, I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smithereens. I'm Clifton. So what do we think? I think the secret identity is a trope is... Something that still works. I don't think it's right. an idea that, that should necessarily... I mean, not every character needs a secret identity, but I no. think if you're doing traditional, quote-unquote, superheroes, you should probably have a secret identity. I mean, at the, if is anything traditional in this day and age? I mean, a lot of the stories that are coming across don't necessarily need it. Like, I understand what you're saying traditionally, but that's, that's so many air quotes on that traditionally. I mean, it de- depends on the nature of the character because... We've now, there's nothing more traditional than Superman, and they're even considering to take that away. Right. So it now it deals with the whole thing with tradition. Sure. Should that be the staple? All right, so let me ask you this, not to cut you off. No. Let's play Password. If okay. I'm thinking of the last traditional superhero book, what would you say it is? The last one that I've read? Or yes. The last, God, the last one. <laughs> I can eat that. Mm. That race okay. into my head. Zach, can you think of the last tradition? I'll say, I'll say Miss Marvel. Okay. Do you want the Kamala Khan stuff? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'll say sure. that. Yeah, because I think it's a good take on no. the Spider-Man okay, you know what? Uh, tropes and That's, stuff. Yeah. To me, that would need a secret identity only because of what the character goes through and the uh, age of the character. Like, to me, I think secret identities only work when the character has a robust family life. If that person is only looking to protect one person, it argues the case of protecting their family. Now... Certain people works with, I would say, like, of course, Spider-Man. Well, hang on. Let me ask a question this, because, Frank, you may know this. At what point? So my my sense of it, the secret identity trope started right in the 30s Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. Superman. It's probably even before that. If we're going novels. I have the years of the early ones. Okay. 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 Scarlet Pimpernel was 1903. Mm -hmm. Okay. Jimmy Dale, the Gray Seal was 1914. Okay. Zorro, 1919. Forgot about Zorro. Lone Ranger, nineteen thirty-three. Right, okay. those all predate. Well, I mean, then so, became the I traditional. Mean, so, I mean, you could. I mean, you could even argue Count of Monte Cristo. Sure. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you really that. want to go back. Okay, but the question I'm having though, so like, like what Tommy said, at one point, like there, there's a point where your secret identity is to protect your loved ones and and blah 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 and all that other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But my sense is that when it was created, when the trope first was created, it like that wasn't part of it at all, right? It was just, it was literally like I'm just like I'm hiding who I am, right? For this reason, so like, at what, like, what's the first thing you can think of where it became I'm, I'm protecting my loved ones and this is my motivation for this ah right well, i could be wrong in that distinction only which the the characters that clifton said earlier is they were members of society that had a robust presence so it takes away from the whole family thing just a person that doesn't want to stop doing what he's doing because he's a member of the society doesn't want to change who he is or even get locked up because he's acting against the law his being revealed on that regard takes away everything and makes him uh like what, a criminal at that point, if I'm not mistaken? At this point, those characters aren't working with the law. So if found, they will always sure. be, you know, thrown in jail. So I uh, amend my last statement. <laughs> it okay. doesn't have to be 
uh, a man with a robust family. Mm-hmm. That's the man that's working against the law in which, ironically, he's protecting, but at the same time, he's working against law enforcement. Is that correct in that statement? I mean, you guys I mean, agree with that? I mean, I think of like, if you think of like, again, early pulp stuff, you yeah. probably think of like the shadow, right? Mm-hmm. Lamont Cranston is a, is a wealthy socialite. You know, he's, he's a he's not quite Bruce Wayne foppish, but at the same time, he's a guy that has a has a, you know, a lifestyle that he wants to keep at the same time he sees an inequality in things and therefore decides to pick up a couple guns and get to work. Right. So right. I think from that standpoint, the idea that you would want to protect everything that you've gotten so far in life. You know, by putting on a mask and picking up guns and then still the law is the law, but. Right. But that's still his own consequences, though. Sure. I'm yeah, thinking sure. like, I, like yeah. I have I have a sick aunt who lives in Forest Hills and I need to protect her because if the Green Goblin finds out who I am, he's going to go after her. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, right. I mean, so, sure. I mean, like, yeah. who, does that situation the, predate who was, who was the first? Yeah. What was the first situation that um, you can think of it? Or was Spider-Man the first? Possibly. Okay. Spider Man was the first, as opposed to what? Ma Pa Kent? Well, I mean, it, they weren't really a factor in Superman for a long time. Okay. Like, no, he was no, from I'm the just, farm, but. No, I'm just bringing it up as I a, mean, they, as weren't a they dead? Oh, yeah, early Golden Age. Like, early Age, Golden Age. Yeah, Golden Age, you have him standing and like, do almost the Bruce Wayne tearful over their grave bit. Oh, okay. Like, okay. you know, thank you so much for raising me. I'm going to go to Metropolis and be a good person. Okay. Kind of a thing. Does um, Captain America predate some? Yeah. Or no? Did he even never really have a secret identity? Well, he wore a mask. He did, but he was Captain Steve Rogers of the. Well, I didn't understand that at all. I mean, he does for a, he does for a while. It's one of those things where they establish it early on that I mean, because like, you have the, again, you have that scene of where Bucky walks in, where he's changing from you know his his army right. fatigues or whatever is his uniform or whatever to Captain America. Bucky's like, oh my god, you're Captain America. Yeah, and, but, and, he, did, and he did even have it in the seventies, as late as the seventies. I remember like the uh, the Roger Stern stuff. Mm-hmm. Where he was. Being Captain, Amer- Captain America was an artist and he carried around his portfolio folder that kept right. the shield and everything. And right. That. Yeah. So, okay. So it sounds like it is potentially maybe old fashioned mm-hmm. from the sense that it all started in the 30s and everything. And it is right. a different world then. It's interesting that you bring up the family aspect of I got to wear a mask to protect my family because of the idea of when you think about Marvel's coming into fruition in the 60s. The first family of Marvel is like, we're not wearing masks. I'm sure, you know, I'm Reed Richards. I'm Johnny Storm. I'm Sue. I'm Ben Grimm. You know, yeah, they have code names, but it's not like they hide who they are. They right. They're on the the cover of Life, Mm -hmm. like drawn by Norman Mm -hmm. Rockwell or whatever it would have been at the time. Right. Their code names are almost never used. Generally, yeah. Too. Generally, yeah. I mean, almost every case is like it's Johnny or Susie. You know, (laughs) yeah, yeah, Yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, no. Um, but. Like, so back in the day, though, so back in the 30s, I assumed that it was probably easier to keep a secret, or at least assumed you could keep a secret, something like that. Like, if I if I really am a vigilante at night going out and fighting crime and everything, that with the technology in place, and I feel like today, in 2019, it's a lot harder to keep a secret identity. Just I, from that, is well, it old-fashioned? There's a scene in Amazing Spider-Man 2 at the end of it. Where I, I'm pretty sure that movie or issue two, sorry, uh, the movie. Okay, the movie with uh, with uh, Andrew Garfield. Thank you. Where Dennis Leary is is basically is, is it two or one? It's the first one. One with the first one. Leary's first. The one with yeah. the lizard. And, yeah. Den- and Dennis Leary is talking to him about you know basically telling them out loud on a street in front of a crowd of people. Hey, basically, Peter, can you watch out for you know don't don't do anything that's going to get Gwen in, you know in danger. Right. You know that whole thing. And it's one of those. 
as I'm watching that scene, I'm like, every person there would have had their cell phones out recording what you were saying to Peter Parker, a right. Spider-Man. Like that would that that scene doesn't work for me at all because it's not realistic. Not now. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, think about how many stories there were when, when they start to play with the idea. You know, I mean, they start to play with the secret identity idea in in either Batman or Superman in like the 30s or 40s. It's a lot of well, I have a photographic evidence of Clark Kent being changing into Superman. Right. And Lois Lane, Superman's girlfriend, as well as Lana Lang and, and all the Superboy stuff, it's all trying to prove that you know. When, it's, when they're not trying to get, you know, snag Superman or Superboy's, you know, boyfriend or husband material, it's trying to prove that one right. of the, you know, one of, they are indeed the same person. I mean, yeah, okay, so but, we started off talking about Superman and we'll get to him and we will, I think, inevitably get to the glasses bit and everything. But the one mm. thing that I want to point out to me that I think a secret identity that still works today is Batman for the sole reason that the technology, I think it's harder to keep a secret. So in his instance, I feel like it's, showcases his prowess like as a tactician and his prowess as the strategist that he is still somehow able to keep this a secret from everybody else okay but right going back to what um frank was saying earlier about this day and age would be wrong i disagree because uh videos can be doctored so can pictures um i say that from a point of instagram mm -hmm. in which you have women who literally shave their stomach or couture their angles in order to make it seem like yeah. something they're not and that's just a small example of how that's done and then you have we literally watch movies in which people fly and it looks realistic as hell so uh, the level of doctrine and things of that nature can be changed and then put into the internet uh hence uh our whole election status going on right now of believing something that's not exactly true if you can make people believe it i think the same tropes can be used nowadays in which just like the stuff where we see Batman dressed up as Superman and Clark Kent standing right next to him. Right. That stuff happens now and they can do it easier with computers. So given enough technology, yeah. like if you're a, a multi-billionaire, mm. you can you can have uh, send a picture of you standing next to a shaking Batman's hand for saving your day, right. which doesn't even exist. Right. So it doesn't, it doesn't have to be Alfred on stilts. In <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. On a roof. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. With a voice modulator. Exactly. Yeah. And talking low. Inflatable muscles. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, so lying on the internet, it's it'll, it's ten times more easy than it ever yeah. was before. Well, right. I mean, so I'm going to piggyback off of what you're saying, though. So I don't think that it's old fashioned. No, I think not. that the trope works. Yes. Still, and can work, and I think. Like you're illustrating a perfect way that it can still, there's different angles to attack it today, I think. I think that would be a fun story. But I will say in this instance, even though I'm very pro-secret identity, mm -hmm. I'm very intrigued to see where the Superman open identity stuff goes, right? Because I'm all for it. I'm all for him being Clark Kent and putting the glasses on. The glasses thing never seems stupid to me. Like... My whole argument was if I'm sitting at work, right, and Brad Pitt walks into my office, I don't think that's Brad Pitt. I think, well, that guy looks like Brad Pitt, right? So so I don't I never bought the assumption that like, well, Superman's sitting right there and he looks like Superman. So therefore I'm gonna just jump to the conclusion that he is Superman. I got you. Right? And 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 there was some other book also that I thought of there was a take that I like where somebody in one of the Superman comics was like, I I'd never really thought that Superman would have a secret identity. I just thought that he was Superman all the time. What's that? <clears throat> it's in Burn stuff. Is it? Yeah, it's in oh, like... Okay. It's in it goes no, it's <laughs> after that. It's in issue two of uh, when they reveal that one of the one of his scientists, they basically put it all in a, in a huge, at that time, huge wall-sized computer. 
And then it, you know, kicks out that Clark Kent is Superman and Luthor laughs. He's like, well, no, there's no way in the world he pretend to be this guy. And more right. likely he just does whatever, you know, he's constantly, he's never, never not Superman. Right. But I'd like to also point out something to this. I think society has changed mm-hmm. in which that in those early, ninth, in the early, what, 20th century, you had a more conservative society in which if somebody did something against the law, people more ready to apprehend you. But now we're looking at a society that applauds the vigilante in which if somebody witnesses somebody attacking against the police or doing something better than their own job, even killing somebody and getting away with somebody did somebody. Well, basically applauding a vigilante is what most of society looks forward to now. I think it'd be more easier to have a secret identity than you ever did before. But it's just the simple notion of that. I think, I think people like going against laws or the more vigilantism is applauded. Does that make sense? I think I'm talking in circles by stating the same thing five or six times over. But I just think society will approach it differently than it did before. I think that's why the whole thing with our masks needed. I mean, I get what you're saying. I think, I mean, I I think it's tough to assign like a blanket statement. Because oh, no, no. I think, because like, because, okay, so D.B. Cooper is regarded as sort of a folk hero for what he did, but like, but that's not quite the same if well, he was killing people, right? Well, so at, I think, but look I at, think, I think it's circumstantial, like what what the person is doing. But look at right? Frank Castle, has uh-huh. never needed a secret identity, never, but still does what he does with the impunity. Has the Punisher ever had a secret identity? Our engineer no, would they know. Look, they no, just our look, engineer would know. Yeah. This, actually, they look at him. They see who did it, <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he and he does it without any fear of being caught. But I think the point that you were making, obviously, is is what I think you're trying to say was, once upon a time, like in the 30s, people were much more trusting of authority. Yes. They're much more trusting of their government. Thank you. Right. We yes. hadn't had Watergate. We hadn't had, you know, a lot of the scandals. Yes. If we yeah. did, you didn't know about them. You didn't find out until after. All that stuff. Yeah. yeah. There was you more trusting of it. But now, yeah. Psh, yeah. they applaud you going against the government. I mean, you didn't, you didn't have stuff like J.P. Morgan and, and, and Rockefeller and... Bailouts. Mm-hmm. And, well, not bailouts. Just the fact that J.P. Morgan and, and Andrew Carnegie and... Rockefeller all got together to buy a president. Right. You, know, that, right. you didn't know that. You wouldn't have known that unless you were privy to that information and yeah. part of that circle. Unless you, yeah, yeah, unless you were in that brain trust or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I get what you're saying, the idea that that basically if someone was basically trying to set things right then, you know, there would be much more of a pushback of like, well, no, I need to protect who I am because clearly I'm going to get taken in if they, if they find out who I am. Yeah, but I think secrets were uh, kept better then. Uh, maybe that person who acted against government authority knew of those secrets and wanted to right those wrongs. Mm-hmm. But now a lot of those secrets are exposed or not as hidden as well as they were before. So if someone come out to do vigilante justice, people understand why they're doing it and they applaud the action that they're doing it. Hell, some people believe there's more criminals in government than out of government. That's what that's what I see it as. Okay. I mean, there's there's less. It's like, <laughs> it's less, but certain characters are have have come out without secret identities now than ever before. Hell, as soon as you, before, what? As soon as you want to be a superhero, throw on that mask, because, you know, ain't no telling who's going to come after you as a result of it. But right. now it's like, oh, there he is. Yay. You know, they're cheering him on when they see him, regardless if he has a suit or not. When we were talking earlier about playing, when I was saying they're making the joke about making playing Password, and you said Miss Marvel, yeah. um, Zach, basically what I meant was I was talking about with you was, Invincible. 
Uh, Invincible starts out as a very traditional. Yes, it does. Let's put on a mask and be a superhero. Yes, and, and then yes. As, as the story evolves and Kirkman does more with it, right? Yes. <laughs> we don't really. Yes. Doesn't really matter who knows who I am. Yeah, but it, 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 over time, it matters even more so than before, just because of what is revealed. Yeah. Damn it, Frank. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole different argument based upon the, but it's based upon the background of the character. Mm-hmm. I give, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I yeah. think that's key, though. <laughs> I, think, I, th- I think the setup matters. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think the setup matters, matters a lot. But Superman is one that I think, like, okay, I'm not so hasty to say that this is a terrible idea. Like, this could work out, I think. It could. Like, it, I think it's different for Spider Man, right? Just mm-hmm. the visual alone, right? Again, like I said, like I'm a proponent of the glasses thing. I never thought it was stupid, but just the fact that Superman is out there with his face showing, right? Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man, his Old whole body. face is Old covered up man. and we have no idea what that guy looks like underneath there. I think that that the trope sticks a little bit better for Spider-Man. And like in the setup for Spider-Man, I think works like when he outed himself back after what was that civil war or whatever like frank during you and i were war. talking yeah, about like, like civil, war. civil war number two like yes. <laughs> we were talking about how what what you're closing the door on in that situation is any story where peter is like you know what my my life sucks and i got oh. all this stuff going on and my aunt's sick and my girlfriend uh dump me you know dump me yeah. and, I, and, I, and i'm broke <laughs> yeah. and everything and i'm just gonna put this mask on and i'm gonna just go out and i'm gonna escape a little bit yeah, We're yes, like, you're closing yes. the door on that completely for yeah, i can't buy man. can't buy laundry right? detergent my suit my suit smells but, i have the flu yeah, yeah but for superman those stories at least in the modern era like really don't exist you don't have those instances where like i'm hard-pressed to think outside of moments where Clark is with his family, like in Smallville, mm-hmm. where Clark is really that much of a factor anymore. And you can still do those moments okay. under this. Well, and it is a know, situation where he's not even really protecting Lois so much in that she's already a target, yeah. like for her own merits. So well, even without being married to Superman, true. Lois Lane is sure. in danger. And if there's way. anyone that can protect him, it's him. Like, <laughs> well, you know, protect her. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where the, with the current set that we have now that before the Bendis stuff, and I, that's the, the setup right before it was, one thing I liked about Peter Tomasi's run was the idea of, it was basically Superman family. Yes, mm-hmm. it was Superman, there was a title, but it was Superman family because they were all, basically were all in the act. Like it was, you know, Superman did his thing and John Kent, Superboy, quote unquote, did his thing. And then Lois, there are plenty of times Lois saved them too. Yeah. But what I see it now is it's maturing of the character in which you're pushing them on to a level of what it, the fact that it's Superman and he outs himself, who's not going to help protect his family? That's a superhero. I mean, he's still revered within the community. Let's say, uh, uh, you know, one woman's in the air and they attack Lois. She's going to take a blind eye to it. Right. You know, I mean, sure. I mean, the whole pantheon of heroes in DC Universe, if he's outed, will still protect his family unwaveringly, you know, from the from the lowest to the I just to the strongest. I, I, I mean, think that, you know, just because yeah. of his name that carries it protects his family as a whole, if that makes sense. I, I'm just, I'm not so willing to say it's a bad idea yet because I think it's going to free up writers. I think to so. The, like, it's not going to, what are comics now, like 22 pages or whatever? In a 22-page story, you're not going to have to devote like a panel or two of, right, Clark having to find some clever way to get away. Right. right? You know, and have to jump into an elevator shaft when Lois creates a diversion and, yeah, you know, and she, like those moments are gone. Um, 
it also like I'm just thinking about this off the top of my head now. Like it also maybe puts to bed the discussion of well, who's the real mask now? Is it Superman mm-hmm. or is it Clark? Well, to right? me, which I always thought was a stupid conversation because well, he's me, both. No, but to me, it, I think it puts to bed like what uh, Frank was saying. Puts to bed his personal life. I mean, you're gonna find a more creative way for him to be in the Daily Planet. Uh, of course, that was ever so changing because of how newspapers aren't read as much as before. It was what a TV setting or whatever internet. He was a TV reporter for a while. Yeah, but to me, it's like why? You know, yeah. <laughs> if he can be Clark and Superman at the same time, or at least he doesn't have to do that visual change in which he can just act upon one or the other, while he be employed. Well, I mean, I had the thought when when it was first announced that saw the, that they were going to thinking about doing this. One of my first thoughts was about Man of Steel, because at the end of Man the of movie. Steel, the movie, right, right. The movie Man of Steel, because at the end of it, it's pretty obvious. Everyone knows. Yeah, it's not like it. You know, we, we're we're you know, it's not even a subtle wink to the camera like you get from the old you know some of the old Superman stuff. It's a, yeah. it's legit. Like Perry's clearly yeah. you know you know what I mean. Like there's not. No, I'm with you. It's weird because I hate it in that. Mm. And, and and I think the difference in for me is that it is sincerity because it doesn't feel sincere. Like like at the end of Man of Steel, it feels like, well, this secret identity thing is stupid. Yes, absolutely. Right? You know what I mean? So yep. we're just not going to do it. Right. Whereas this, I think, you know, I, I feel like Ben, like this may tie into Bendis' Legion of Superheroes thing no, a little bit. You know what I mean? Bad. Like I'm just thinking about that. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's not out yet. Right. It's next uh, week. But knowing the DC mythos and everything like that, where the Legion of Superheroes is inspired by Superman and they know his identity in the mm-hmm. 30th. Yeah. You know, right. uh, 30th century and all that stuff. And I'm thinking back to like, well, is this the moment when could be. history knows? It could and be. This is, and this is why they know. Is this moment where he reveals it to, reveals the, world. It to the world. If that's how it's going to play out. We don't know how it's going to play out for, yet. But from, from tacking on to what you said earlier with the man, of Steel, I think that was just something that they did as a result of Iron Man. Just because it works so well with um, Tony Stark's character in Iron Man. It almost felt like they piggybacked off of it. If that's the same time frame, well, when came up, did it come out before Iron Man? It's a couple years after it's Iron yeah. Man. A few years later. You think uh, it's that though? I, I, I think, it's, I think it's just years of everybody making that stupid joke. Like they're freaking reporters. They, they don't know that right. Superman's right there next to them. Like I, yeah, I think I mean, it's really that. Uh, but no, it, it, it could be that. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm just making an assumption because I'm not grounded any truth behind the matter. But you know how people love to rip off successful movies in sure. which they want to. Um, Gauge that same level of success or authority or even uh, respect by um, thinking that, yeah, Superman's mature. You don't need that dumb thing either because he did the same thing. But to me, I always felt that Tony Stark didn't need it to begin with because I never understood how a bodyguard who's never around his subject would always <laughs> right. be present. And <laughs> right. it almost made me hate Iron Man because yeah. the secret identity part You can't explain that because I think a lot of people at this point in time especially don't know that Tony Stark had a secret identity for a right. long you're time right. in the no, comics. You're, you're, no, you're 100% correct. At one yeah. point, well, let me go, let me, let me see if I can recall it correctly. Iron Man, in the beginning when the character was created, Iron Man was the bodyguard for Tony Stark. And the suit was an invention of Tony Stark, like which you all know, but every time Tony Stark put on the costume, he just said he was... Iron Man, who was the bodyguard of Tony Stark. Right, he sent Tony right. Stark away, and I'm taking. I'm Iron Man, yeah. and I'm taking care of. He's in whatever. our panic room, and I'm here. Yeah, right, which is, which is absurd. Crimson Dynamo, right. yes. whatever. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I always thought it was absurd because I, I've never seen a bodyguard not protect his, uh, yeah. his his person that's right next to him. I mean, you'd walk around in 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 the, in the whatever gala, gala mm-hmm. or, or or whatever that you needed to be with your bodyguard right there, but when it, yeah. if something occurred, he'd hide. 
<laughs> I, I can see I can see like in the day like I don't know I'm not gonna presume what Stanley and all those guys were thinking at the yeah. time but but my assumption is that maybe when they thought that up they were like ooh okay like this may be a new take on this whole secret identity thing no, like, I, like we yeah. like we found something new we found a different angle well, on that, it. That, and it just comes off kind of silly like yeah, I mean, you well, know that, that the fact that you know he's got the shrapnel you know if he doesn't if he doesn't wear the iron girdle all the time that basically the shrapnel was going to move closer and closer to his heart and he's going to die yeah, that's another right. thing about yeah, Iron Man that so. they didn't really do before that yeah so but yeah, I, I, I always had that, you know, I agree with you there. It was kind of silly, especially when you think about the fact that a lot of the Silver Age Superman stories all revolve around, we need to get a Superman robot, robot over here quick so that we can pretend that Clark and Superman are two different people. Yes. Right. And then Tony, Tony Stark can invent the Iron Man armor, but couldn't invent a way to make it remotely show up yeah, yeah. next to him. <laughs> Never could. Never made any sense to oh, me. Oh, I hate he it. Never got that. I just hate it. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it, but it didn't make any oh, no, sense. I, it made me hate reading about the character. <laughs> right. It was just so absurd. But to me, that's why I embraced it in the movie so hardly because I was like, okay, thank God somebody approached it in the same manner that I did. Why I felt it was absurd. Loved yeah. Iron Man, mm -hmm. but just this whole secret, that's that's one that's almost godly forced into an unrealistic manner. No, and I, I think it works a lot better, too. Like, I, I remember thinking that, too, in the movie. I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. Like, at the end, I'm like, okay, so I guess we're not doing the secret identity thing. And I'm like, oh, I guess. Although they do make you feel for a second yeah. like they are. <laughs> yeah. And then just yeah, swerve for away a second, from but it. Then, but then afterward, it's like, it's like I, well, I don't miss it. Yeah. Like, we don't need it in this situation. No. We really no, don't. We don't. But it's almost as if, um, well, it goes to what I said earlier with the loved one. Other than Pepper Potts, which he's and happy. Not, yeah, and happy. <laughs> Who actually is his bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. yes. Yeah. Um, Chauffeur too. Right. At one point, uh, his family members are non-existent. Like, right. I, I don't think they've ever really approached Tony's, in fact, the movie approaches his family member more than it ever did in the in previous incarnations of the of I mean, they, you know, they mention his dad every once in a while, but mostly with Avengers, they always mention, there's always, like, a lot of times there's that establishing shot of Maria Stark the house, the mansion, uh -huh. that was like a big thing that you got a lot, kind of like with the uh, the X-Men and um, Westchester. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Same sort of thing. You get okay. a lot of that, but occasionally, I think there's an annual that deals with like a lot of his background that some of uh -huh. it's that like his mom and stuff, but yeah, generally not that much. But that's, I mean, where I think, again, like the setup, I think works for that, especially with Downey's take mm -hmm. on the character oh, where, yeah. where, where you're looking at like, this guy is such an egomaniac. <sighs> You know, in a in a charming, likable way, and everything. Yeah. But it is one of those things, like like of course, like that guy would just like I would go to the rooftops and yell, like I'm Iron Man. Like, right. like you wouldn't. Why would he want to hide? Yeah, but going into that character, they give that they give that character a pass because he's an arms dealer. There is no reason for him to look out for America when he was supplying the world with weapons. <laughs> that's the only thing that that never that never really connected with me. As far as to why he'd be, why he embraces um, his nationalism mm. in the time in which, uh, just because one country tried to get him killed, sure. it's not like well, well, it's not like the army or any of the armed forces of America with the look for him. There's no right. <laughs> there's, there's no evidence of that. I mean, I'm, I mean, this is a tangent. I mean, his this is truly a tangent. His transformation does, is believable to me, though. I think when he go when he's there and he sees the suffering that. His He's inventions caused? have caused. I, 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 do, I do buy his transformation there. But, I do. But you're telling me this man who, who eventually figures out time travel can't foresee <laughs> the sale of weapons to other countries, hurting people out. I mean, hurting children. And I mean, it's to me, he has to be oblivious to it. 
I mean, it, 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 he has. I, mean, to I think be. that was the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but, it's, but 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 to me, it's <laughs> it's almost laughable. The future is here, everyone. The future yeah, is yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, he sees the future, except how it hurts people. Well, yeah. I mean, what's interesting again? We're jumping all over the place. That's yeah. a scene from uh, Civil War when they're in the yeah. raft and they get there a lot. Like you know, Scarlet Scarlet Witch is you know doped up, and and Ant Man and Falcon and Hawkeye are all locked up too. And Clint the Carney sees through his bullshit and says, "Oh no, the Futurist is here. The Futurist is here." Not realizing that Tony can't see. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. He really can't. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. People, I, are, people are blind to a lot of their bullshit. Yeah, no, like, they, are. I mean, no, they, they really are. are. No, like, no, they are. They are. Yeah. yeah. But getting back to what you were saying earlier about the Spider Man reveal, the Spider Man reveal for me never ever worked. Like it never worked from the standpoint of one from storytelling. It never worked for me because getting back to Iron Man, mm-hmm. I never bought that Tony Stark would be the fulcrum, would be the one that gets Peter to say, "Hey, I want to take my mask off because there's a piece of paper that says I should." Okay. I never right. bought that part of it. Like to me, that was a part where I'm like, no. If it was Reed, it was Reed. It's yeah. Reed. Reed. If it was Reed, it Reed I mean, Reed. Sense. He wanted to join the. I mean, he tried to join the Fantastic Four from issue one. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, he expected Reed. Reed from a, a science standpoint, I'm sure far more than Tony Stark. Yeah. You know, I'm sure Peter could have seen the difference of well, Tony Stark was in it to make a buck for a long time. Reed Richards gave away all sorts of inventions and tried to help people. Yeah. You know, he's one's an explorer, one's a an industrialist. Industrialist. You know, there's a big difference between yeah. the two of them. And I never bought that. But I also never bought the idea that Peter would think, well, I'm, I mean, there's so many stories of Peter struggling to try and just save Aunt May or Mary Jane or Gwen yeah. as a result of people finding out who he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, and I can't think of anybody that has guarded it more than mm-hmm. Peter. And I think that that was what was so weird reacting to it. Right. You, you know, like, like he spent, like it was so important to him whereas again like you know and, and the other guy where i think the secret identity thing works is batman though but the difference is there like it's like batman murder or whatever when when he's doing the, the, oh, the fugitive yeah. stuff the bruce wayne murder bruce wayne murders yeah and and he's doing the um uh the fugitive bit mm. and that's where it's revealed that he's he's like i've got safe houses all over the city I you think for a nest. second you think for a second then if anybody found out bruce wayne was batman that this was gonna stop right. i don't care about bruce wayne well, I mean, again, it's one of those things where I think more, but you know, I think Morrison building off that does a really good during his time on Batman, where he's like, Batman Inc. is like, yeah, I, I bankroll Batman. Yeah. What of it? Yeah. And then the, then it was, I think it's in that, I think it's that Kevin Smith podcast, the fat man on Batman, when he's talking to Morrison, where Morrison's like, yeah, you just imagine Bruce Wayne in chat rooms setting up all these weird conspiracy theories about who Batman is. Yeah, I've right. even heard he's Bruce Wayne. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, right. That kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. trying to mess with people about who or who, or who isn't Batman. Yeah. But again, with the, with the, going back to the Spider-Man thing, for me, it's one of those, I just, I mean, it, the fallout from it is so quick. You have the whole thing with Aunt May and then the deal with Mephisto. And then my, that's my one of my other thoughts about this whole thing with Superman is, for whatever reason, I mean, I don't know what the internal struggle was. No one's ever really said this is emphatically they were in this camp or this camp. But Marvel to this day still hasn't said, we're going to roll it all back. They give you a sprinkle here and a sprinkle there. We're going to try and bring Spider-Man's, you know, I mean, granted, he has a secret identity now. But they, right. the, I, when, when I think about from a narrative standpoint, the length they had to go to and what they, again, what they lost story-wise to, you know, to basically try and put the toothpaste back in the tube of Spider-Man's identity, I wonder what, you know, I mean, DC could just have a crisis and roll it all back, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, not everyone's going to be palatable with the idea of like, okay, Superman's identity is out there today and then two to three years from now when they reboot their universe again, now... <laughs> 
I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Then, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, then, but that's part of what I'm thinking too. Like, like, why not? Let's go for it. So, I mean, sorry to cut you off, but, no, no. It, but it is a little bit of like, well, I mean, they could they could always like reboot stuff again, right? And, and I mean, and if this is a mistake, like, mm. you know, there's magic in the DC, right? Well, I mean, sure, the, the universe sure. is so yes. big that they can figure out some way, right, to do this. Sure. Oh yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying they couldn't. I'm just saying if they don't play it properly. Yeah. They're going to have a, was it one day more or is one it the one day? One more day. One more day. It was one more day and then brand one new day. day. Brand new, yeah. yeah. Again, getting back to Morrison, I think Morrison's core at the time was like, just grit your teeth and bear through it. You know, eventually they'll right. accept the fact that, you know, some people sort of know and some people don't sort of know. And, right. just, you know, does the Human Torch know because they were friends for years and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. It is making me realize that it is kind of a thing that Bendis does. Mm-hmm. But... When he did it to Daredevil, yeah, and seeing Wade play with it after the fact, where like that was, where that people kind of kind of knew, and he was like, you yeah. know, right. no, I'm not. Like, yeah, he's just denying, like, I'm not Daredevil, right? That's stupid, like, you right. know. But it yeah. was fun seeing that 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 still come up, sure. And oh, yeah. and, and and that was the one, the, the my first in, instance of like that nebulous, like, some people think he is, some people don't think he is, and and what is it? And I think, mm-hmm. and again, and I think that that's like a, a fun take on on the trope now that we wouldn't have gotten in the 30s. True. But I mean, I'll, I'll ask you this question about, about Superman. Mm-hmm. Again, this is different than if Batman's identity is revealed. Well, I mean, sort of. But if you reveal Spider-Man's identity, like the Kingpin is the one who takes a shot at Aunt May, right? Through a surrogate, like a, through a surrogate, through a sniper, right. blah, 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 blah. Superman, you reveal Superman is, and you say, yeah, I'm Superman. I live at this address in Metropolis with my wife and my son. I mean, Mongol could show up. Yeah. Dark side could show up. Right. Again, it's not as simple as, oh, I've got, I fight, you know, I fight guys in Halloween costumes on rooftops or I fight, you know, you know what I mean? Like the the stakes I think are a little bigger, not just for him. Right. I mean, granted, people already attack Superman. I get that. That's a good but, point. But no, but if you're talking about on those levels, it doesn't matter. I, I say this because um, he's not like, not, the manga's not knocking on people's doors. He's no, going to take that, out cities. That, that's what I was going to yeah, say, yeah, though. I never got the yeah. sense that, that Darkseid yeah, was on Apocalypse yeah, on his throne. Yeah, to, if only I knew yeah, who Superman no, was, I, I, I would. Yeah. No, no, I understand that. There's no yeah. surgical I'm, strike I'm, coming from those enemies. I'm saying, you may know who Superman is, but you may not know who Lois Lane is. Yeah, but Darkseid doesn't care. I mean, he can take out the planet. So it's not like, it's I like guess. the fact that he lives on Earth is enough. <laughs> is enough well, no, to, I, I, yeah. I get it. Yeah, But I'm just saying, there's more, to me, there's more... The threat to Superman is far greater than, like I said, for Batman right. or Spider-Man. I, I disagree. Okay. I just I think the enormity of the character protects him. It's not like with Peter. Peter doesn't have Cap's number or, you know, Peter's he not. Doesn't? But it's not to the point that he'll come running to protect his, you know, there's no one in Peter's corner in which that they had his same level of protection that Superman could. Well, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't agree with that. Ever since they made yeah. him an Avenger, ever since New Avengers, I would argue. But does he? But does he reveal his identity as an Avenger? They know who he is. Yeah, no, nah, they didn't know. But yeah, s- but still, does that? But now that it changes the conversation, because there's a cover. Like, is his but, is his family protected as as a result of being an Avenger? But then that means it, that means it falls so. on. But then that means I it falls under so. government protection, correct? To an extent. Yeah, but mm-hmm. see, but that's but that's the difference. What I'm saying with Superman, mm-hmm. Superman can get that level of protection without even inclusion of the government. Is that a fair assessment to say? <laughs> see, it, see, it begs the question. Like, it, it's because of the enormity of the character and what it enco- encompasses that I can see Superman survive a reveal of his secret identity. 
it's different just because of how powerful a character is and what he means to other people that are also heroes. I mean, but I think that those situations have more fantastic and grand solutions with Superman than they do with Spider-Man. They do. Right? Yeah, but it but I think it creates a better storytelling with Superman than Spider-Man. Mm. That's because with Spider-Man, it's like it's almost a street level assassination as opposed to a government conspiracy with Superman. That's what I would enjoy. Here's my thing. Okay. I, again, as we've seen in, in stories and, and stuff, Superman's the, the, the symbol. It's not just people know it on Earth and they know it beyond. Yeah, beyond. Right. Yeah. They know full well this is where Superman lives, right? Granted, I understand some of us are going to attack the planet just because this is where Superman's from. Yes. Even though he's technically from Krypton. Yes. Right. Which is destroyed. But my, right. And in those instances, like <laughs> yeah. Earth is the target as yeah, opposed sure. to like as opposed to the apartment he lives in in Metropolis. <laughs> yes. Now, right. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. right. But now my, my question becomes this. Lois Lane at one point was Superman's girlfriend, quote yes. unquote. Yes. After this, it's not only is Lois is Superman's uh, girlfriend, she's his wife. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a bigger stake for like for Lois, especially the idea that now it's gone from you know, Lois is not just, eh, we, you know, they may have a thing together. I'm just saying it's one of those things where, yeah, Superman may survive the fact that he's like, I'm coming out and I'm going to let people know that who I am. But I think it's a much bigger deal for, for I mean, John, maybe not because Ben is, you know, seeded that to have him grow up. Yeah. To age, you know, prematurely. But I think if you're Lois Lane, I don't think, granted, there was, you know, obviously she's had her own troubles and had her own merit of getting into trouble. Yeah. I just think this is completely, I think it's a completely different ballgame because of the fact that she's not just his maybe girlfriend or was his girlfriend or whatever. She's his wife and the mother of his kid. No, I, I, I get what you're saying. But at the same token, it's not like who's not going to give him boom tube technology in their house? Or uh, is Palmer going to give her super, you know, uh, something to door star into like the minuscule point in order to escape whatever snipers come at? You see what I'm saying? It's, mm -hmm. it's a, Higher level, she will receive far level higher protection than Aunt May will ever get, or even uh, Mary Jane's wife. I understand what you're saying, mm -hmm. but to me, it makes it even more interesting. But I think I think her character loses something if she can't be Lois Lane, and I don't think oh, she, oh, I don't think she can continue to be Lois Lane the way she's been Lois Lane now. Okay, after, that's after, interesting. After, okay, after the yeah, change, yeah. what's the effect I, that that's going to yeah. have on Lois's? Character? I don't think that's Lois is going to be the same at all. No, but I, okay. I think but I think that happens with marriage and giving birth to his kid. There's no way that she becomes that intrepid reporter as a result of being the, the wife of Superman. Just think about that for instance. Hell, let's say a presidential wife. Mm -hmm. As soon as you become the presidential wife, you can't be that person that you were. It steps up to a whole nother level that you probably didn't fathom prior to that or even didn't recognize. So I think it just makes it more interesting stories for Lois because now she becomes from intrepid reporter to the wife of Superman. God, you, can you imagine how they tell just what you're saying as far as the villains that will come across? I mean, her life gets more of an interest than Jimmy on that level as far as who's she a target of. Now, who 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 her friends I mean, are now as opposed to then. I, I mean, but I really feel like that that aspect of, of, of the story is like we're not going to see a lot of that. No, we're not. I mean, I mean, like who, who's going to go after Lois? That's right. Like, like we were talking about if people want to rub out Superman like they're not going to get to him through her. Right. Like people are just gonna like every all of the superpower bad guys are just gonna go after him. Not necessarily, right? I don't I don't see it changing much as far as the threat level. Like, like Dude. like Kryptonite Man is gonna go like, oh, now I can get, you know. 
I think she's I can just get a, to her now. I can get to him through her. Yeah, no, that's that's essentially uh, it's it's no different than let's say if Barry Allen but, revealed. I mean, but, that, but that's not different though. I mean, because everybody knew that they were together. Did they though? Everybody I mean, it, knew it was that a, like that, that Lois at, Lois at least was this was this Chick reporter that he cared about <laughs> yeah. all the time because. You know, because she got into this or got into that, and he, you know, he'd show up when she fell off buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. No, you're 100 percent correct with that one. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? One was it a movie or show? It was like this, like get her. You know, and then they picked her out of. Oh, a pro- it's Superman too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he say like, she has a fondness. He has a fondness for this. One. Yeah. Yeah. So Luther, no. Yeah, Luther points out his odd. Yeah. 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 So no. I mean, so I I don't know. I mean. That's still very much in play. That is something I hadn't considered. I hadn't considered how it would affect her as a character. I mean, here's my question for you. Think about it from a reporter's standpoint. Is Lois going to still have sources? Are people still going to talk to her? Are they ever going to say if they could look her the same way again? Is she going to be able to walk down this? Again, I know that we're, we're talking about Superman, but is she going to be able to walk down the street and not be mobbed by people who need Superman's help? Right. Okay. Because she's a direct line. Well, she's let's, a direct let's, line. Okay, but let's run. Let's run with the idea that Lois Lane is the most famous reporter in the city, anyway. Okay. Which is you know, and and maybe the world at this point, as, 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 as she's painted. So I don't think Lois, in certain takes, would be able to walk down the street much and not get mobbed anyway. Yeah, because it's already implied that <laughs> right. Lo- it's already implied that Superman loves her or cares for her deeply. Who's I'm, not? I'm, mobbing but I'm not even her. saying that. Like if like if, if she's. Uh, I'm trying, like, if she's, you know, Anderson Cooper, right? you know what I mean? Where, yeah. like, she's got a famous face, mm-hmm. she's going to get recognized anyway, just from what she does, just from her. Right. No, I understand, look, I understand that. But what I'm saying is there's a difference between, hey, that person, you know, you're, you're related to someone that's yeah. in that field or, in, say, in a superheroics, as opposed to, no, unequivocally, I know full well that you're married to Clark Kent and he's Superman. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be like, I think those stories are much more interesting to me than the fact that Superman's going to be outed, quote unquote. To me, that's much more of a, a bigger story. And I don't know how that's going to be. That's my biggest question is how is that going to be developed? No, well, I just see that as the character maturing. I mean, it's the it's one thing to keep doing those. I'm hiding. This is not me stories to the whole nother aspect of I can't keep playing this game. Mm-hmm. I'll find some way to protect you in this way fashion. And I've done so with the planet. So me protecting you it should be far easier than trying to protect the planet against Mongol. So I just think it's maturing the character in which he's not playing those games of, oh no, let me put on my disguise or let me change in this phone booth to, you know, I'm, I'm fucking 60. I'm not changing the phone booths <laughs> anymore. I'm not, you know, hiding the identity. I, I want to profess my love and be able to be with you in a, in a normal way as opposed to hiding about it. Right. But I, but I think in the hiding is where you have some, you're able to have some kind of a life. Yeah, but she again, I I don't I just don't I don't think that it's as simple as, oh, well, everyone knew they were like they were sort of together He's got a fondness for or whatever. Okay, but she's got a husband, you know, unless she's Mm -hmm. unless she's stepping out all the time with Superman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't think it's a simple. I mean, it to me, it's like it's almost (laughs) like you found out that, you know, it's it's not your your husband's the biggest rock star on the planet. Right. Yeah. Right. You You know. Suddenly, you, you you not that you wouldn't know this, but again, you find you find out the person you're with, and you go from like, well, I can walk to the store, I can do what I want. I mean, granted, Lois has a certain amount of you know uh, celebrity or notoriety for for her thing, but I also think that there's plenty of stories of like Lois is going undercover and no one knows where she is. Bendis did the beginning of his run, mm-hmm. 
in 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 his Man of Steel, yeah. she disappears. I think there's still ways to do that. Though. Yeah, I just think it matures the character. I mean, how many times are you going to read the story of him hiding his identity? Like Zatanna can give her an amulet that changes her look, like in Young Justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, makes but, her blonde. Okay, <laughs> you but know. What, what I'm saying is, I just figured that it has to invoke change at one point. Mm. You can't keep coming to the same story and finding different ways to retell it. Right. As opposed the, to finding new stories to tell. Does it affect any other any of his other supporting cast, do you think? Like, does this have a weird effect for Perry? Right? Or Jimmy? Or his folks? I mean, or Lana? I mean, his folks? I would oh, imagine. The hates him. What's the sportscaster guy? Oh, Lombard? Yeah, yeah. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine He's for his folks. He's still underutilized. I mean, his folks. Yeah. Okay. I would imagine his folks, depending on whether or not they, you know, they're using, him, using them or not using them. Right. Yeah. Jimmy's not affected. He's still Superman's pal. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. as much a target as he ever was. But with that watch. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I'm I'm really surprised how much in this instance that I'm just like, yeah, let's go. Let's see. Yeah. Right? Because I think had you asked me before it was revealed that they were gonna do this, I would have I would have steadfastly been like, no, that's stupid. Like it's so yeah. important to, you know, to the character and this and that. And I'm really thinking about it in this instance. I'm mm. like, wow, like we can kind of maybe lose it, I think. You know, this could be a horrible mistake. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, I will grant them that, but I, but I, I'm optimistic in this instance it, it works. Like I said, like I, like I don't think it works as well with Batman. I don't think it works as well with Spider Man. I think I think secret identity is more ingrained to who they are. I think just from the fact that Batman still had like you have stories motivated by trying to figure out who he is, mm-hmm. right? You know, Miss Marvel. I think it still works. Yeah, for, for like for like what you said, but her family dynamic well, hers makes it a, a perfect. Hers has an extra layer of family dynamic in that she comes from a traditionally Muslim family yeah. that would not want her right. out that. there doing yeah. what she does. Yeah. So she's hiding it to protect them and hiding from them in, in, in many ways yeah. in right. order to protect other people. Yeah. yeah, which is why possibly she has like the most ingrained secret identity since Spider Man yeah. in many ways yeah. of it just being such a pivotal part of her character. I mean, yeah, I mean, so for me, it's not old fashioned, but it is also one of those things that I recognize that there are less and less of them out there, that there are less characters with secret identities. Like I'm hard, I I'm, I can more easily think of characters that don't have it yeah, rather than do. But is there anybody that doesn't have a secret identity that it could be interesting if that trope was brought back to that character? No, well... I had to think about that a little bit because, unfortunately, I'm thinking the complete opposite, mm-hmm. which is how Jordan. Okay, it is everyone but him hasn't a secret identity, but he feels the need to have one. True, in which it it doesn't even affect him in that way for him to have one. I mean, especially as we talk about the fact that he's never in Co City. Yeah, and on top of that, right. his villains have a secret identity, but he doesn't, and it works better for them than him, which yeah. is absurd. Mm. But. It, yeah, how uh, unfortunately it's the complete opposite of what you just asked. <laughs> in which, to me, he never needed one, nor does he still need one, and his need to keep it is even more absurd. He's one that begs to shed his secret identity because he doesn't utilize it in any way, shape, or form. I mean, it's it's hard for them to even put him as a test pilot for uh, Ferris, and on top of that, the one person that he was protecting has powers that will protect him better than he could ever which was um, Carol, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his, his father passes also. So that makes it even more uh, a candidate not to have a secret identity. Yeah, that one is done. I, in fact, I wish they buried that character, to be quite honest. 
you know, with two shots in the bag with head buried. But that's just, oh that's just you me. Oh my God, you, you have no Hal idea. So you have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Oh. Yeah, I can think of some that used to have identity, secret identities that don't, but like Iron Man, it's it's better. Like there's better stories without it. And another one's Thor. Like Thor had the Donald Blake secret identity for a while. And I just feel like, did they ever do? Yeah. Did that ever serve a... That was mine though. I miss oh. Donald. I miss Donald Blake. Yeah, you do. Tell me on him. I mean, I was like, I like the aspect. They, you know, they, they in the Thor movies and the comics, they, it's this whole idea that Thor's, you know, he's an arrogant jerk. He's, 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 he's basically, you know, on a trajectory to be an a hole. But you see him being a doctor. There's almost two different personalities that just. It's almost. It's he's more of an example. What's the What's the character that's attached to another character that? Had nothing to do with that character. Was Captain it? Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Like it's almost like that. Yeah, that's what I feel. Yeah, that's what I feel he is because whenever he turned into Donald Blake, that's not that's not Thor. Right. It's not even not even a half. Sure. He's in Donald Blake old. No, I mean he was. I mean he but was. Still, he walked yeah. around with a stick, right? And he, he was. <laughs> and he was a doctor. He was old. <laughs> he had trouble getting around, but it wasn't a matter of that he was old. He just had trouble. He was la- lame. Was what they called it at the time. It was absurd. He had yeah, it was a different time. Yes, yeah. it was a different time. No, I get no, I get it. Different time, but it was. It's almost. It's almost absurdity to the level of Tony Stark and, and his bodyguard. Sure, it's, I mean, I, 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 I you missed that. I miss it from the standpoint of like I like the idea that Thor needed humility. I always like that idea. I always like the idea that no the reason why because again i mean thor is to me is is one of those original you know th- like the kids say op characters yeah because I mean, there's so many avenger stories that are like we just gotta stall till thor gets here once thor gets here he'll clean up graviton or no you're you right. know whoever it is but he was always surgical <laughs> he was in er working on something yeah, and then that was that but that was the other thing there's lots of avenger stories too where someone so gets hurt we need a doctor Slam the hammer, and all of a sudden he starts operating. Yeah, get him in, let me get into my scrubs. Let me let me hobble my ass into the OR, and I'm gonna fix whoever's in trouble. Oh my god! Okay, there's tons well, of stories like that. No, I'm not denying you, but Jesus, <laughs> can you imagine? Everybody's just messed up, needs a doctor. I mean, the the amount of uh, property damage that the the Avengers occurred. I'm sure that he would have what 300 patients by the time they ended, <laughs> they finished a battle, and this one doctor. Thor, Doctor Thor, guess the soul. Doctor Thor, MD. Yes, Doctor yes. Thor, MD. Well, I understand that you like the nostalgic of it and how they use it. Right. But it's just like if you if you break that down, now it's mm. just like wow, wow. I rather I well, rather I mean, be a character that is a doctor. Okay, we're, than we're, him turning into his. No, I understand that. I understand what you're saying, but to me, it's it's no different than than it's God and man is what it is. It's no, it's it's going back to okay. that, again the idea that Clark Kent is Superman. Clark Kent, what's, what's Superman going to do? Write a story now about it? Okay. All right. I give you that. <laughs> I mean, come on. But to me, Thor was never really smart. So to have him smarter without the hammer than with the hammer. Sure. Almost was like, dude, just put down the hammer in this one. <laughs> because we like you better as the doctor. Oh, my gosh. The other one that I, w- if I didn't go with Thor, was we were talking about earlier, was the idea of, not in this episode, but just in, in reality, we were okay. talking about, I still, I think Diana Prince is a, is, a, is, a good, is a good step for Wonder Woman. I think it grounds the character. It makes her, forces her to be, Involved in situations that she necessarily wouldn't necessarily be in as Wonder Woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, that's a God and Man situation or a God and Woman situation too. Yeah. Okay. No, I like that one. I'm I fine might with that. disagree with you. I'll go for it. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Yet. Okay. I'm pondering it. Go ahead. Turn it over. <laughs> <laughs> let let it marinate. Go ahead. 
I mean, I still, I, but I do like the idea. I, I like the diplomat idea. Sure. And I think that that works. And I, I, I like her being sort of one thing. Like you keep the diplomat aspect of it, but you keep also the member of the Justice League, and people outright know that. Like, okay, think, this I is. I agree with you there, but I don't think since the Perez days, like the late eighties, I don't think they've done that. I don't mm. think she's. I think. I think it's one of those things where we see it in. We saw it in Justice League Unlimited. I think it might yeah. have been like one of the last places we saw it, but I don't think mm. since Perez was on the books and Perez like gave her that arc or that storyline. I don't think we've actually they actually do that anymore. But I have a question. Sure. How does that benefit her to be Donna Prince? That's that's my only. I, mean, well, I, mean, I see why you meant with Thor and Donald Blank being the doctor. I saw a it depends on which version you're going with because again, it's one of those things where sometimes they play her as, you know, she doesn't understand how like gasoline works in a car, and then other versions of like, well, she's no world, she's worldly wise even though she's never been off Themyscira. Yeah, but I mean, mm. and it depends on which version you go with. I'm really looking to see how her secret identity benefits the character. That's why I just think it's a situation where again, you're on an island with women. No men. You've never been in any situation beyond what you know in your island. I just think it's one of the things where she's she's a fish out of water. Yeah, but she seems stupid as Donna Prince. Not necessarily. But as an immigrant, as Wonder Woman, you sort of understand why she doesn't know it. But if you're telling me she's uh, uh what was this, what was Donna Prince? What was the secret identity? Military? Yeah, she was she was part of the military or she worked for like the Pentagon. Okay, or but all right, but think about that. Mm-hmm. She works for the Pentagon. She doesn't know cultural or societal norms. Mm-hmm. But she can go into the Pentagon and just walk in being an immigrant? Not I, even- I didn't write the story. I know what you're saying. I, I, I get that. I'm just saying that the, the, the potential is there to do stuff with it. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, no, I, I understand. That. But, it, but I also see that, that when <laughs> she, what did she discover? They think she's a spy for Themyscira. What yeah. then? But that's why it works better as a U.S. ambassador. Yeah, I mean, there's potential there, but they don't. I mean, no one does anything with that. No, I, I'm not saying. I, well, I don't disagree saying, yeah, there. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but just as a Pentagon uh, military person, I do think. It, like, I mean, I'm laughing at, at, at Tommy's point just because it's like it, it, Diana. It's like you have no formal education yeah. whatsoever. But we hired you for the Pentagon. But, but, but again, that's that's more like a like a later thing. I think at the beginning, honestly, it was like she was in the stand-up pool and she was like a, a secretary. And then mm-hmm. she basically garnered more, you know, stature as time went on. I don't, I don't know for sure. I couldn't say for sure because I don't, I don't have the. I, don't I would, have, yeah. I would love your story on why it works. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm gonna kind of cheat with my own answer on this because I'm gonna go with Supergirl. My point for this is I never liked the secret identity that she had. Can so I, I don't. It? I I never liked that she wasn't a Kent. Oh, that she right. Was... It always drove me nuts that they came up with it, that, that like she's her cousin and she's actually her cousin. But we come up with this story that she's this whole other stranger. And I'm not even talking about like the Peter David, like blob of protoplasm. Stuff oh, you mean like you mean but like when like, she was Linda Lee and she's living in an yeah. orphanage? Yes. Yeah. That was, yeah, that's pretty I, screwed up. I just think <laughs> I think that there's an underrated aspect to the Superman stuff about family. And mm-hmm. I think, and I think Supergirl, like you would think he would be ecstatic that he has an actual blood relative that's around. And you would think that he, that Clark would want to like bring her on board in every facet of his life think, and not put this weird barrier between you're my cousin, but okay, your last name is going to be this and we're no relation. Right. We're, we're going to act like we don't know each other. Right, we we're happen not, to be in the same room. room. Well, I mean, for the longest time in the Silver Age, when she's introduced, it's, it's the idea that we're going to stash you away in case, in case something happens. And you're my secret weapon that nobody knows about. And on top of that, there's this weird thing of like, she's an orphan in an orphanage. 
She's Linda Lee and she's waiting to get adopted. So this whole time that Superman is living in Metropolis, right. you know, I mean, granted, it was they never portrayed it like it was some like, you know, Dickensian <laughs> <laughs> situation yeah. where, you know, there was gruel and it was a terrible right. situation for her. But she's not living in a cupboard no, no, under the stairs. No, I mean, there's, there's no, right. Yeah, there's no, no, it's I, not, I mean, they're not singing Hard Knock Life or anything. Right. At the same time, when they're talking about like those those memes or those those websites about Superman being a dick, I'm like, that's a dick move right there. Right. Because again, she is the only fan. I mean, she's the only family he's got left from the entirety of Krypton, right? That's right. all yeah. that's left. She's an actual blood relative. Yeah. But I also think it's one of those things where if you're Superman, I think the idea of like, I mean, not to get super like into Superman's mindset, but the idea being, I've lost everything. I know nothing. I only have vacant memories. And then later on, what the Fortress of Solitude shows me about Krypton. I don't really want to get that close to someone who I know at some point could probably die. Does that dog want uh, her? Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> he remembers crypto. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like as emotional as he is about wanting to know everything about Krypton as possible. True. I just feel like he would. And I'm not saying that like, <laughs> that, like that he's. She's the wicked stepsister or something like no, that. But no, I mean, it's, I it's, it. it's not like that. But I just feel like I, I, I wish that the comics made more of an effort to make her more part of the family. Sure. Than, than oh, you see, absolutely. you know, like but he's I, treated so much as an as an only child, and the and, and you don't see her with with a relationship with the Kents all that often. You see it here and there. I'm not saying it never happens, but no, I, was I saying, wish it was played up more. I said my biggest thing is I think the animated series does a good job of trying to rectify that. Yeah, like when she's yeah. introduced. She pretty much lives on the farm, right? Like yeah. She's pretty much there all the yeah, time. Yeah, and I love her. it there. Yeah. I love it there. And but, she's, but she's not actually a cousin. No. In in that way. She's not actually a blood relative mm. in that way. And the wig. I hate the wig. I've always hated the wig. <laughs> well, yeah. That seems ridiculous to me. <laughs> but, the glass, <laughs> but the glasses are okay. Yeah. yeah. I love well, the it's wig. Just, it's just like, well, she's fast. She's going to fly away and it's going to blow off. Nah, it's a laser. <laughs> nah, yeah. it's, like, it's just bobby pins are for like, yeah. Super bobby pins. Yeah. Super bobby pins. <laughs> <laughs> And just don't get, hey, Kara, like, why is there a wig in your backpack? Because <laughs> I'm cosplaying you know I mean? later. Like, it's nah, just, just, not it's just funny. Yeah. Anyway, that's, uh, that's Secret Identity. Yes. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. <laughs>